Good evening. You're on the air with Mike on the mic. This is Mike Hasichek, and I love my Catholic faith. And today we're going to be talking about St. Peregrine, the patron saint of cancer patients, people with AIDS, skin diseases, and other terminal illnesses. But first, let's start out with a prayer of healing. So this tonight, why don't you pray with me and insert the name for your request. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. God of goodness and mercy, I praise and thank you for the many blessings I have received through your generous love. Grant me the grace to be attentive to all you are asking of me at this time in my life and to respond with courage and faith in your compassion love for me. Let me spend my life doing good and avoiding all that is not in accord with your will for me. Trusting in your goodness and with confidence in your power to heal, I humbly ask through the intercession of St. Peregrine for this grace. And now here's where you would mention your request. May all nations come to know the power of your love and the unfailing gift of your mercy so that one day we may glorify you with all the saints in heaven. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's also do a prayer for someone with cancer. And again, pray with me and insert their name uh, when when um, it's time for the uh, for that to ha- happen. And I'll, I'll mention that during the prayer. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Almighty and eternal God, healer of those who trust in you, through the intercession of St. Peregrine, Hear my prayer for, now insert the name of that person you're praying for. In your tender mercy, restore them to bodily health, that they may give you thanks. Praise your name and proclaim your wondrous love to all. I ask this through Christ your Son, our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, who is St. Peregrine? Well, he was born in November of the year 1260 in Forli, Italy, and he died in May 1345. So he lived a fairly long life. He lived to be 85 years old, uh, even with the serious illness that he had, which we're going to be talking about. And his name was uh, Peregrine Laciosi, or some referred to him as Pellegrino Latiosi. Um, And he was an Italian saint. Uh, He was of the Servite order, uh, those were friars uh, from the order servants of Mary. And peregrine means pilgrim. So he dedicated his later life, his latter part of his life, after his conversion to the care of the sick and the poor. But, you know, he was the only son of this affluent family in Forli, Italy. So he was fairly well-to-do, or his family was, I'm sorry, his family was really uh, fairly well to do, uh, and his his family was also part of this anti-pope faction in this town of Italy. You know, during that time, and the pope sent uh, Father Philip Benizi uh, to this town to act as a mediator to try and reconcile their differences with the pope. And while there, one of the hecklers was Saint Peregrine. He was one of the guys out there that was. Uh, heckling this priest. And um, so besides harassing Father Benizi, he also struck him in the face. 
And Father Benizi was driven away from the city by all these people. But St. Peregrine felt so bad about striking him that he pursued him to ask for forgiveness. So Father Benizi received him with overwhelming kindness, and it had an impact on St. Peregrine, which changed his heart, leaving his former life and instead pursuing a way of life dedicating himself to prayer and solitude. He developed a trusting relationship with our Blessed Mother and felt inspired by her to join the Servites with Father uh, Benizi, receiving him uh, into that order. So, you know, here he goes and he slaps Father Benizi, insults him, runs him out of town, then feels bad about it, goes and pursues him, apologizes. Father Benzini, uh, Benizi is, 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 through his kindness in his heart, he gives him a conversion of his heart, you know, and actually that comes from the Holy Spirit, right? And, you know, and received him into that Servite order. So he spent most of his time doing pastoral work in hospitals, <coughs> excuse me, and prisons, and visited the poor and dying. And that's what he spent most of the rest of his life doing. But at the age of 60, he got this infection in his leg, which turned out to be a painful, cancerous sore requiring amputation. So the night before the operation, um, St. Peregrine spent time praying uh, before a uh, fresco of the crucifixion in the chapter room. And he fell into a deep trance like sleep and saw Jesus descend from the cross to touch his leg. The following day, the doctor arrived to perform the amputation to remove his, the cancerous part of his leg. And finding no sign of the cancer, news of this miraculous cure spread throughout the town. This only increased the people's regard for um, Peregrine. He died of a fever uh, on May 1345 at the age of 85. So he was 60 years old when he had cancer and he was cured, miraculously cured, and then lived to be uh, 85. So he lived another 25 years. An extraordinary number of people from the town and countryside honored his death. And, and some of the sick who came were healed, which was attributed to his intercession. Wow, that is so powerful. And his body rests in the Servite Church of Forli, Italy, uh, the Basilica of St. Pellegrino Laziosi. And uh, Pope Paul V declared him blessed in 1609, and Pope Benedict XIII canonized him in the year 1726. The liturgical feast of St. Peregrine uh, is on May 1st, and that's an easy one for me to remember because that's the uh, anniversary of my parents who are both deceased. So it's, uh, you know, I always look forward to that day, and um, of course we know now that uh, St. Peregrine, uh, we celebrate his feast on that day. Um, so St. Peregrine is considered the, you know, we talked about this, the patron saint of those suffering from cancer. That's probably, you know, what people, People, what he's most noted for, but as I mentioned before, you know, it's also uh, AIDS, um, and um, you know, some say other skin diseases and uh, other terminal illnesses. But uh, you know, it's it's there's a list there, and um, you know, if you've got some issues, particularly with all the people that you know we see that have cancer these days, we all know people that have cancers. 
you know, we can pray uh, for the intercession of St. Peregrine, and it's powerful. And, you know, it, it, many people have been healed by those prayers and doing a novena. We're going to talk about that novena in a little bit here as well. And, um, you know, and then there's, you know, so much, we, we, you know, so much in prayer that we can do uh, for all those of our loved ones that are sick or for ourselves. If, 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 if you have uh, a terminal disease or uh, you've got cancer or some sort, form of cancer, you know, prayer is so powerful. You can't let that go. You got to pray. And we're going to talk a little bit about offering up suffering as well. Um, so the National Shrine of St. Peregrine is located at Our Lady of Sorrows Basilica in Chicago, Illinois. It's, as a, it's a ministry of the Friar uh, Servants of Mary. And there is a St. Peregrine Shrine at the Grotto at the National Sanctuary of Our Sorrowful Mother in Portland, Oregon. And a St. Peregrine Mass is celebrated at that grotto on the first Saturday of each month at 12 noon in the Chapel of Mary. And there's also a St. Peregrine Laciosi Parish and Diocese Shrine uh, in um, Mutin Lupa, Philippines. It houses a relic taken from uh, St. Peregrine himself. It's a rib. It is currently on display in the church's relic chapel. And, and there is a St. Peregrine Cancer Shrine with perpetual Eucharistic adoration at Christ the King Catholic Church in Mesa, Arizona. I mean, that is, you know, perpetual adoration. I, you know, we have that at uh, one of the parishes that my wife and I attend, uh, and we do, uh, we're part of that perpetual adoration. We man it between uh, 1 and 2 o'clock uh, every Thursday. And, you know, it's, I encourage you, if you, you know, if you, ever have a chance uh, to actually personally volunteer in man. Yet somebody has to be present when they, uh, when they expose the Eucharist in a monstrance and, and, and have it out for adoration. So there always has to be somebody there. So they need volunteers from the church. And it's such a powerful thing to do. And, you know, if you don't have time or you're too, you know, you just can't make that kind of commitment, you know, I would recommend that you at least attend adoration at least once a week. Uh, and, um, you know, whatever time becomes available to you where you, they do have perpetual adoration. Or check with your local diocese and uh, ask them what churches have offer adorations and what time uh, they do and attend and have a, you know, and, and sit down and spend time with Jesus because... It's the body, you know, the Eucharist is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the real presence of Christ. You're spending time with Jesus, personal time with Jesus when you do adoration. So there's a a, um, a St. Peregrine Cancer Shrine uh, we talked about in, in Mesa, Arizona. And the mission of this St. Peregrine uh, Peregrine Shrine is to promote perpetual adoration of Jesus Christ and to pray for those affected by cancer. So one of the purposes that they have in that shrine during that perpetual adoration is for you to pray for people that have cancer as well. I know that in the uh, adoration chapel that my wife and I attend, there's always uh, uh, messages on this little bulletin board of people that are asking for prayers for illnesses or you know, anxiety, depression, for all kinds of things. And, and, and there's, you know, there's always 
there's always someone to pray for. I mean, there are there's so much going on in this crazy world today, in this secular world, so much evil. There's so much sickness and illness that, you know, people that we know. Um, and as you age, that becomes more prevalent. Uh, you, you just know more people that are having issues. And, and prayer is so powerful. That's what we need to do. You know, in the midst of suffering, a sanctuary for spiritual healing and emotional peace is offered. And there's also a statue of St. Peregrine in the dedicated side chapel of the Sarah Mission Chapel of San Juan Capistrano, which is located in Southern California. You know, the lesson of Peregrine, St. Peregrine's life is not that God worked a miracle, but that a faithful, trustful servant placed himself unconditionally in the hands of our Lord. Uh, St. Peregrine's trust in God can be a model for us in dealing with the pain, sickness, and crosses of our lives. You know, we should never let our suffering go to waste. Instead, attach your suffering to the cross of Jesus and offer it up to the Father for His grace and mercy. Also, offer it up uh, for your own personal suffering or for the conversion of your loved ones who might be suffering as well and, and, and to... Um, you know, it's just so powerful when you do that. You know, that's that's what Jesus did for us. He set the example. Um, you know, we're not going to get through this uh, world without dying. And at some point in time, you know, we're all going to have experience some kind of some type of suffering. It just it's part of it's part of the evil that's in the world. Uh, but we can offer it up, and we can do what Jesus taught us to do. And, and that that's so powerful. And you know, let's 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 talk about a novena the uh, novena prayer for Saint Peregrine. So when you do a novena, you know, you do this prayer for like nine days. And um, I'm gonna go through one of the uh, there's you know there's a quite a few of them out there. Uh, you can actually there's a really good little pamphlet book that I like. It's called Saint Peregrine Novena and Prayers. Uh, I'm gonna probably go through a couple of the uh, prayers in here as well, but it's written by um, Mary Mark Wickenheiser, um, FSP, and it's uh, published by Pauline Books and Media out of Boston. And you can look this up and get this pamphlet. It's only like three dollars. It's fantastic. It's got all these prayers in it. We're going to go through a couple of those in here, but first let's do one of the novena prayers uh, for Saint Peregrine. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glorious wonder worker, St. Peregrine, you answered the divine call with a ready spirit and forsook all the comforts of a life of ease and all the empty honors of the world to dedicate yourself to God in the order of his Holy Mother. You labored manfully for the salvation of souls. In union with Jesus crucified, you endured painful sufferings with such patience and to deserve to be healed miraculously of an incurable cancer in your leg by a touch of his divine hand. Obtain from me the grace to answer every call of God and to fulfill his will in all the events of life. Enkindle in my heart a consuming zeal for the salvation of all men. Deliver, deliver me from the infirmities that afflict my body, especially in our uh, whatever those infirmities are, repeat those, and then obtain for me also a perfect resignation to the sufferings 
it may please God to send me so that imitating our crucified Savior and his sorrowful mother, I may merit eternal glory in heaven. St. Peregrine, pray for me and for all who invoke your aid. In the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Here's another uh, prayer for St. Uh, Peregrine. O great St. Peregrine, you have been called the mighty, the wonder worker, because of the numerous miracles which you have obtained from God for those who have had recourse to you. For so many years you bore in your own flesh this cancerous disease that destroys the very fiber of our being, and who had recourse to the source of all grace when the power of man could do no more. You were favored with the vision of Jesus coming down from his cross to heal your affliction. Ask of God and Our Lady the cure of the sick whom we entrust to you. And then you would, uh, we pause here and silently recall the names of the sick for whom uh, we're praying for. And then aided in this way by your powerful intercession, we shall sing to God now and for all eternity a song of gratitude for his great goodness and mercy. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. I mean, it's just, this is something that, um, you know, I, I, I believe that praying has such power in healing. And, you know, we learn that in our Catholic faith. And there are so many opportunities and uh, you know you can you could actually go on the internet and uh, Google uh, St. Peregrine Novenas and you'll find a myriad of them they're not all the same words but they're beautiful and you could pick one out that really suits you uh, you know personally in, in what you read and then do that Novena for nine days and do it periodically. And you could actually could do it every day. You could actually do those prayers every day. The one thing I love about this book that I mentioned, uh, Saint Peregrine Novena and Prayers, um, by uh, Mary Mark Wickenheiser, is uh, this little pamphlet has so many. It, so it starts out and it um, you know talks a little bit about you know uh, uh, what you know about a novena. Uh, talks about St. Peregrine, and then it has a, it starts out with morning prayers, and I love this because, you know, you start out and you do morning prayers, and then you do the no, actual novena prayer to St. Peregrine, and then there, are, uh, I'm going to go through a couple of some of these other various prayers, because I think they're, they're beautiful healing prayers that are in this little pamphlet, and then there's an evening prayer that you could do in the evening that is wonderful as well, but um, it is, it's, it's so powerful, and I, I, you know, I, I have seen, you know, there's some wonders that happen when we, we pray for intercession to these saints. That's, you know, we're taught to do that. And, you know, a lot, some people always say, well, you know, I don't know if, you know, I, I want to pray directly to God. But, you know, it's like, you know, how often we say to somebody, hey, would you pray for me? I'm going through A, B, or C. Would you pray for me? Well, that's the same thing we're doing when we're praying to a saint for intercession. These are... I mean, when you think about the life that St. Peregrine had, he started out and he was like a radical against the church. He was, you know, he was an anti-pope type person and he ran this priest out of town uh, who was coming there to defend and trying to reconcile, um, you know, what was going on with these people that were, you know, were against the pope and uh, with the pope. 
and you know look look at the progress um i mean you, you talk about what ended up happening out of that was we got ourselves a saint you know his heart was converted he had a conversion of his heart that's what we should pray we pray for conversion of hearts you know we want to we want to seek a path towards holiness and the salvation our souls to spend all eternity with the blessed trinity in heaven that's our goal that's what we want that's what we want for our uh, our 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 spouses our 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 brothers our sisters our children our grandchildren loved ones friends and acquaintances that's what we want we want we 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 want them to go to heaven right that that's what our goal is in life this is just we're just passing through here on earth this is a temporary a place for us to be you know our real home is in heaven with the blessed trinity we don't want to spend all eternity in hell it's important and uh it's just, it should be something that you know we're focused on and 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 driven by um you know make god the center of your life that's what we really should be doing here and you know there but as i said before in this uh pamphlet there are some uh beautiful prayers uh healing prayers and i'm going to go through uh, here's one of them that I, I really think is um, uh, I really like. Here's a prayer for the family of a cancer patient. So I like this too because a lot of times you have to pray for the family as well. There's you know there it, it might be a child, it could be you know a grandparent, it could be you know a mother, a father, uh, and and it's so important to pray for the whole family. And it goes as follows: In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen compassionate and loving God among your many gifts one most cherished is the love of family I ask now that you be particularly mindful of and insert the family's name hold each of them in your loving hands and care for them give them courage and patience hope and optimism relieve their fears and anxieties during this difficult time let your love sustain them and their love for one another be uh, be a support and consolation. Amen. St. Peregrine, pray for them. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. And here is one. Um, I love this one. This is, a, this is just a, a prayer of praise and thanksgiving. So it's fitting for us to praise and thank God for the graces and privileges he has bestowed upon uh, the St. Saint, uh, Saint, the, the Saints, devotees of saint peregrine um and and this is really a beautiful lord jesus i praise glorify and bless you for all the graces and privileges you have bestowed upon your chosen servant and pastor of souls saint peregrine by his merits grant me your grace and through his intercession help me in all my needs at the hour of my death be with me until that time when i can join the saints in heaven to praise you forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So with that, um, you know, again, go out, check out uh, St. Peregrine. Uh, you know, look at the novenas, the prayers. Uh, there's, like I said, there's several different versions of them. They're all very, very well done. Um, and, and, you know, pick up your cross. Offer up your suffering Pray those novenas. Pray for that healing. Pray for not only physical healing, but for spiritual healing as well. And, and you know, if you have a chance, uh, pick up one of these uh, pamphlets or uh, 
go out and find uh, more information on St. Peregrine uh, and some of those healing uh, prayers associated with him. And pray for your loved ones that need that healing. Pray for yourself if you need healing. Ask others to pray for you as well. It is so powerful. That's what we need to do. And with that, we'll be back next week. Have a great week and God bless you.